think it's been going on entirely too long. I think that by now there should be a definite answer, not this partial half and half like an Arnold Palmer answer. I think that it's not Andretti who needs to get their stuff together. It's Formula One who needs to get their crap together. Why would you have such a process that allows somebody to be halfway entered? You all should have came together in a council, FIA and Formula One, to review these entries and either accept or deny these entries as a whole. But for the FIA, who seems to be about growing the sport competitively, allowing more teams in competitively, it seems that Formula One is not that way. And I'm really not sure if it's not that way on behalf of a few teams or a couple of teams. Either way it goes, it's being told to us as if Formula One and the teams aren't sold on Andretti and their ability to be sustainable in Formula One and profitable in Formula One. Well, I have a big question for those Formula One teams, including one team named Haas. What is your criteria for a team being profitable? Because if that is your big concern, then Haas definitely has to be the black sheep among them. No, forget that. Haas has to be the white sheep among them all because that has to be privilege to allow Haas to be where they are when I don't think they've com competitively contributed. I don't think they've really financially contributed as much as they've received. What has Haas done? And I got some other things to say about Haas. I got some other things to say about Haas because this, this whole thing about not allowing Andretti in, Andretti and the pie getting smaller, the pieces of the pie getting smaller. Well, it, well, I got a question for you, and it just seems like simple arithmetic for me or just simple eye test for me. If I have a pie that weighs in at one pound and it is 20 inches in circumference, and I allow somebody to contribute into this, let them come in, and now I have a pie that weighs five pounds and is now 40 inches in circumference, but we all just get one slice. Are the slices of pie not bigger? Is my slice of pie that I'm going to get not bigger? Of course it is. This some of some of these things gotta we gotta start asking these questions, and Formula One teams gotta stop treating people like they're stupid. Like y'all are definitely protecting something. I I don't under I don't I don't I understand it. I just don't agree with it. So first of all, Andretti comes in with the first. Remember the first push. It was okay. The dilution fee. You need to have that. The dilution fee. You need to have that. It's two hundred million. Two hundred million. Andretti comes up with the money. Now two hundred million is not enough money. Okay. All right. So two hundred million is not enough money. Now it's 600, supposedly, supposedly it's 600 million. Well, where was all of that before that happened? Because Andretti just started pushing as of late to get into Formula One. So all this time since 2016, why was this not being reevaluated and updated so that people that were going to look to come into Formula One would know what I need to pay according to the new evaluation of Formula One and its profitability. Why is it now, only now, that they want to try to change the price to get in 
when Andretti and the team are getting in. I do have some other bones to pick with Andretti, but right now we're just sticking on this. We're just talking about this right now. So what did Audi pay? What is Audi doing? I would like to know what Audi is doing. I guess not much since they've taken over an existing chassis. That's okay. But Andretti doesn't want to take over an existing chassis. Andretti wants to come into the sport as its own team. So why now have we went from $200 million to $600 million? Just right now. Like you didn't know the sport was growing. Like when you opened up another GP, as in Miami, in the United States of America, you weren't anticipating revenue to, to spike up. As if when you did DTS, you didn't see an influx of people coming into the sport. You knew all of this time that the sport was gaining more ground, becoming bigger, more profitable. So why then was this not updated then? Not now are you moving the goalposts because you want to keep a said person and or organization out of Formula One because that's what it comes across. It comes across like F1 and maybe 10 other teams are chicken shit. You know how you start competing and playing the game and somebody that you know is damn good and some people are like, man, I don't want them to play, man. Just tell them, just tell them we ain't got enough people. I ain't never been that type. Let them play. Shit, let's see where we at. Andretti put a prepare 500-page document. 500-plus-page document. I don't know about you, but no, I have not read a 500-page book as of late. I've been busy with content. 500 pages they put in about their ability to be sustainable up until 2026 and probably beyond. The FIA viewed this. The FIA approved this. They approved it. What's the deal? 10 teams worried about prize money. Well, compete. Do better in competition. I think it's more like Haas is worried about prize money because you're already at the bottom. Being at the bottom, you worried about what little scraps you can or you won't get. And then, let me say something else. And then now, teams are upset because of the way Andretti went about this. Putting it out in the public. Making it public knowledge. Letting the public see the ordeal in the situation. This is part of the problem with Formula One. The lack of transparency. All the time they want to keep the curtains closed. They want to treat us, the viewers, the spectators, like mushrooms. And you know what I mean. Until they're ready. Until they've situated something. Transparency is what is needed. You didn't want Andretti to be transparent because you didn't want us to know how you were going about trying to keep them out. You didn't want us to see you in the full light of chicken shit because that is what 10 teams are going to look like. That is what Formula One is going to look like if they do not approve what the FIA have already deemed approved by viewing a 500-plus page document, several other financial guidelines as far as Andretti is ready in our eyes. Now, Formula One, what are you going to do? We have a team that is ready. You said at first they didn't have an engine supplier. You told Andretti they need to come back with a partner. Maybe get with Porsche. They got with General Motors. 
the biggest manufacturer in the United States of America, not to mention very highly competitive. If you go to a drag track, any fast car you typically see is going to be a Chevy or it's going to be a Hemi. There was only two companies you're really going to get with that's going to be, what did you want? They did that. Now that's not good enough. Being with General Motors is not good enough. You came up with $200 million. That's not good enough. We don't really care for your engine supplier. That's not good enough. You keep moving the goalposts. When people keep moving the goalposts, it shows that they are full of shit. Just keeping it real. So you worried about money? Okay, you worried about money. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about money. If we're really just worried about money, let's think about this. What in the hell do you call Haas? Haas has no room to talk. Haas has to shut the hell up. You were granted the opportunity that Andretti themselves are requesting on merit. You came in, Mercedes Manor, Marusha was there. You were the 11th team on the grid. Remember this. Haas was the 11th on the grid, I believe, in 2016. You were given your opportunity. Why is Gunther speaking against another team, another man, another organization, requesting the same opportunity and going about it by submitting documents, by showing partnership, by showing our bloodline and historical racing family have competed? My dad is a Formula One champion. Why is Haas and Gunther speaking against that? That looks bad. And let me say this, Haas, you are not by far even a redheaded stepchild of a Formula One American team. Let's keep it real. Russian drivers, Russian money. Are we being serious? Haas, you want me to consider you an American team with Russian drivers, Russian money, Russian colors being flown on an American team's car? A Russian company, Urukali, being flown on the back of the wing of a so-called American team's car? Are you crazy? You are not an American Formula One team by any measure at all. You run a Ferrari power unit. You are based in Ferrari's building. You're like a renter to Ferrari. You were called the white Ferrari. The most American that you get is the fact that a host facility exists in North Carolina and Gunther happens to own an Airbnb or a company supplied house in North Carolina. Outside of that, there's nothing American about Haas. Nothing. And this is what I think you're scared of. If Andretti comes up, because Haas definitely doesn't have an American support. Haas and Formula One, I've talked to several people, don't even know that they got an American Formula One team on the grid. Couldn't tell you. But I know one thing. If Andretti gets on the grid, Haas, you, if you thought you had any of American, it's gone in. Andretti is going to take that up. Who is going to tell me that Andretti cannot bring revenue cannot bring sponsorship dollars, cannot bring sales to Formula One. Anybody heard of Andretti Speed Labs? Anybody know the plethora of racing series that Andretti is involved in? Oh, yeah, Andretti's going to be that. They're going to be that. Now, how competitive they're going to be, I don't know, but that's something that we should talk about. That's something that we should talk about, right? 
So let's first, let's just go into this. Just something real simple, nothing major. Let's talk about team valuation. Okay, team valuation. You got Ferrari coming in at like $3 billion. Revenue of $504 million, $500 plus million 2022. Operating profit of $50 million. You got Mercedes, $2.7 something billion. Rev- revenue, $524 million. Operating profit, $114 million. Red Bull, 2 point something billion. Revenue, $395 million. Yes, a red a, a energy drink team. This is what they're bringing in. They do bring in money. Operating profit of $4 million. You got McLaren, $1.5 billion. Revenue, $358 million. Although, operating profit, negative $8 million. Okay? So when you hear the negative in front of an operating profit, typically what that means, if I'm correct, if I'm not, just correct me. But typically that means that they're operating outside of what their said expenses should be to operate within said year or calendar or quarter, whatever the case is. They're operating above what they should be. They're exceeding the finances that they should have allocated to operate within that time frame. McLaren are one of those teams. 2022. Aston Martin, one point something billion. 247 million revenue, negative 55 million in operating profit. Alpine, one point something billion. Of course, we know with the recent acquisition, our recent uh, contribution to uh, Michael B. Jordan and McAfee and damn, my other dude's name that damn plays Deadpool. Yes, him. Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, because that's my dude, also from Blade, also from Blade. But Alpine, one point some billion, revenue 261 million, operating profit 35 million. Alpha Tori, 905 million, 206 million revenue, profit 4 million. Alpha Romeo, 815 million, 179 million revenue, operating profit 8 million. Williams, 795, 154 million revenue, operating profit negative 12 million, no surprise there. Haas at the bottom, 710 million, 173 million revenue, operating profit 6 million. So yes, they're not negative, but I can tell you this, I can tell you this. Let me tell you something. Haas 173 million is what you got in revenue. I think Andretti's worth about 40 million south of that. Around 130, 120 million dollars is damn self. So I got to ask people, how much money is Haas really bringing in the Formula One? How really much are they contributing to the Formula One pie? Because they are backmarkers. They suck as far as their sponsorships. They switch out sponsorships like people that cannot keep their waist in, pooing in their diapers or pooing in their drawers and have to change daily. They change them out like that. They come and they go. Uricali. Now it's not Uricali. Then it's, it's rich energy drinks. It ain't rich energy drinks. Now it's, now it's MoneyGram. Next season it ain't MoneyGram. It's going to be Alfa Romeo. Who's it going to be next? I'm telling you, Haas is very promiscuous. They are. They are very promiscuous when it comes to sponsorship in Formula One. I'm telling you right damn now. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what they do. So how competitive can Andrade be? That's something else. That's entirely a different conversation. But yes, what do we know? We do know that a problem exists. 2010 or so, four teams come in. USF one, which you see right there, they didn't even compete. That sucked. Okay, that was, you know, we all know, hell, Peter Windsor involved in that, I believe. That shit didn't even get off the damn ground. 
They didn't even compete. Couldn't even get their act together. So that was a bad start. I'm not, I can't blame them. Then you got HRT, and I'm not talking about hormonal replacement therapy, okay? I'm not talking about that. At least they lasted to 2012. Then you talk about Lotus. Lotus, very well-known company. Some of the cars, the Elise, they have a very good car as far as aerodynamics, all that good stuff, 2014. Then you got Marusha, Manor, whatever you want to call it. At least they lasted to 2016. Overlap with Haas. Haas takes over as that 11th team going to 10 teams on the grid. Okay, four teams, you know, failed miserably. Three, one of those teams at least lasted some years, but the point is they had their fair opportunity. Haas comes in, and I'm telling you right now, I do think that Formula One seems like they really don't want an American team on the grid. Is this this Ferrari versus Ford situation again? Is this whole thing set up where, you know, Haas is American as y'all going to get? That's what is kind of coming off like. It doesn't smell good. It doesn't smell good. It doesn't look good. Hate don't look good on anybody. And being scared don't look good on anybody either. And to me right now, it seems like Formula One is scared. You're getting money. You, can, I, you cannot tell me Andretti's not going to bring in an influx of dollars. Stop playing. You got three GPs in the United States alone, in Texas, in Miami, now in Vegas. And I'm telling you, I think it's a fourth one coming. How can you look at the American nation in the face and say, no, we don't want to allow an American hero that once was a champion in Formula One. No, we don't want to allow a name that is widely known in America for all of its racing. No, we don't want to allow a name in which you can go down the street, walk in a building and drive carts we don't want to allow it we only want your money we only want your viewership we only want your property to set up these tracks and we want you the american people to pay the highest prices for formula one tickets than any other circuit in the world is that fair is that fair yes american formula one tickets are some of the highest tickets on all of the Formula One calendar. I don't know if you realize this, Formula One, but it was reported you lost 650,000 viewers in America alone for your shenanigans post-2021 Abu Dhabi with the damn scandal. You think Americans are so worried about the dominance of Red Bull? No, they don't like the way it smells. It smells like bull. They became dominant under bull pretenses. Americans don't like scandals in sports. They hate it more than they hate scandals in politics. That's why you lost that. And now you're going to sit there in a nation that played one of the most stupidest car games in the world, chicken. Two cars drive toward each other until one veers off, and if they don't veer off, they collide. And you're about to scratch. Formula One is about to swerve out of the way instead of running dead into Andretti with an approval letter that says you are granted access to Formula One. Let's see what you got. Let's see how competitive you can be. And I got a bigger gamble for you. If Andretti stays in beyond three seasons, they bring in more money and they are at least as competitive as Haas has been. Haas got to go. How about that? Because in America, we believe if you don't make it, the loser got to jump. Let's battle on the rooftop. If you lose, you got to jump. Haas, if you can't cut it, you've been in all this time. 
if Andretti comes in and does better than you, you go. So then there are only 10 teams on the grid because we really don't need Haas. Honestly, we don't. We really don't. We really don't. They're a very, they're, they're a cheap success story. They're so horrible that when they happen to do decent, we think it's great. They're so bad, when they're hoping not, not to wreck a car, we think that's the best thing in the world. Man, stop. You notice Gunther been real quiet this season lately. He ain't really been making a lot of noise. He ain't been really talking a lot. Been real quiet. You know, usually he all the funny man trying to be everywhere on the radio and in cameras and Gunther T-shirts and books and coffee mugs and all this other stuff. Been real quiet lately. He ain't really had much to say. Paul, I think Andretti would be great for F1. They have so much to offer the sport. I, I do truly, too. I do, truly. And I'm going to tell people right now, stop being disingenuous about trying to say, oh, yeah, 11 teams so women can be drivers in the sport. You could have a woman driver right now, but you don't. You could be given a woman an opportunity right now, but you don't. We got the F1 Academy. Hopefully, it's still going to happen in Texas. But you don't. Don't try to tell us, oh, an 11 team come. We could probably, no, you could probably would have, should have, could have. You haven't. Jessica Hawkins is unheard of until this past couple of weeks ago when she did, drove a Formula One car. Up until then, she's just in the garage and we hardly see her. What is she doing? What is she doing? Is she just, she's just an ambassador? She don't want to race? She don't want to drive? She just sits in the garage to be the female counterpart of Aston Martin so you can say you do something for women? I want women to be able to really do something. Let them compete. Don't make F1 Academy all women. At least one of the three cars should be men. So you can't say that they can't do as well as they can on the stopwatch. Because that's what it looks like you're going to do. Man, y'all need to be a lot more transparent. I'm not mad at Andretti for being transparent. F1 is. Because they would have liked to do this all behind the curtains and all the damn shenanigans so that we didn't see and that they didn't have to look as bad as they're going to look once they decline this entry. But trust, it's going to go on. We're still going to watch Formula One and wait and all this other stuff. And that's what they're going to bank on. They're going to bank on, well, if we do this, if we don't allow Andretti in, how long will the little slump be from them throwing a temper tantrum about us, you know, being chicken shit and, and not letting them in before it kind of bounce back? You know what? A month, two months, maybe a season. We can deal with that. Yeah. Decline it. They don't mind. Some people don't mind being weasels. Some people don't mind that. I'm just going to add, I'm going to be out in code. I want to ask some people these questions. I want to ask some people and see what they really think about this. Cause to me, it's a problem, but hey, we'll see what happens. FIA approved. Formula One hasn't yet. Y'all need to get your systems together. Y'all need to get your processes a lot more in order. You need to stop moving the goalposts. What's it going to be? 200 million, 600 million? Lock it in. Or you need to have every time or every season, you need to have a reevaluation of what the value is of Formula One. If a team comes in and the money needs to change, it doesn't need to just change because you see somebody you don't want to allow in and you just want to keep moving the goalposts. Paul says exactly. If a female is good enough, give her a shot. Gender, gen, gender should not matter. Facts. Facts. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. It really shouldn't. It's crazy. You can't. I've seen Formula One drivers and men. I'm telling you, they hella questionable. I mean, 
I can't even say that Logan's I'm 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 just gonna say this. I think Jamie Chad would have done better than Logan Sargent. Even maybe if she hadn't come in, I mean hell, he'd been coming in last too, but he'd been coming in last and wrecking up the car. I don't think she wrecks the car up as much. I think Williams is in a better financial situation with Jamie Chadwick than they would be with Logan Sargent right now. She can't get a shot. Andretti gave her a shot, though, by the way, Formula One. And a, and a major sponsor, by the way, Formula One. DHL, that ain't major enough for you. I'm just saying. I had some packages come in from DHL the other day. Pretty fast service to me. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll see. Don't forget to check out the merch. Don't forget to check out uh, Pole and the Podium shirts. The new design is out. I will be wearing that in Coda. I will have some goodie bags on me in Coda. So if you run up on me and ask for one of those bags, not being a content creator, just being somebody, a fan, a viewer, one of the family members, you get one of those bags. Uh, I'm only going to have a select few. So once they're gone, they're gone. So I will be out there if you want to take pictures. We want to get up together and meet in person. I'm all about that. I'm with the shits. Just get with me. Just be, you know what I'm saying, real cautious and precautious when you approach. We all good on that. So with that being said, you know, it's a race. We, we about to, we're going to be here live for qualifying on Friday. All right, we'll be here live for qualifying on Friday for Qatar. We'll be here also for the race on Sunday, and we will go live on Saturday, post the sprint shootout and the sprint race, and we will have a Wolves Den as well. We'll have a Wolves Den as well either Friday or Saturday. We will have a Wolves Den before we go into the race on Sunday, all right? So we're going to be chopping it up, doing everything we typically do. So come back here, comment, like, subscribe, share. With all that being said, I'm Wolfpack J. And don't forget, Monday, F1 Minute, where content creation includes you. You get to come on live and give your take to the people. And I love to conversate with you. So Galactica says, Andretti is nothing but racing. FIA is crazy. I believe the same way, brother. And with that being said, I think that's a good way to exit that. Andretti is nothing but racing. The FIA is crazy. Wolfpack out. Peace.